Hello everyone and welcome to Coffee Break. I'm your host Leon L. And tonight I'm going to be telling a few stories that I've experienced. Uh, one was a, a house that I looked at. And a second was a St. Augustine uh, lighthouse. Uh, but getting to the first story. Uh, I was interested in purchasing a home. Preferably four to five bedrooms. Uh, it had to have a nice size square footage. Uh, so I was looking and I found a house that was 5,000 square feet and so I'm looking at the pictures pictures look really nice the inside look nice the outside look nice so I give the realtor a call and uh, I want to meet this realtor at a certain time to go look at this house that I was interested in looking at so I call her make an appointment and on the day that I'm supposed to make the appointment, um, I got there about probably 15 minutes earlier before she got there, before she arrived. So it was about 15 minutes early. So I pull up and I'm sitting there waiting. I figured, hey, I'll go out and look at the property, you know, get a good aspect where everything is. So I get out of my car and I start work, walking around. I'm looking around. I uh, found out where the property uh, property line ended uh, to the next property over. And I'm looking around the front of the house. All of a sudden, I look up and I look and I see, looks like somebody was staring at me out of one of the uh, bedroom windows. I believe, I believe it was a bedroom, I'm not sure. But there was somebody that was looking out one of the windows and they were staring at me. So I looked back and I looked up again. Next thing I know, they were gone. There was nobody there. So I get back in my car and I'm still waiting uh, for the realtor to show up to meet me, you know, to come out and meet me up here so she could show me the house. And so finally she shows up and I introduced myself to her. She introduced who she was, what realty company she worked with. And she takes me up on the front porch. Now I'm standing there and I'm talking to her and I... And I tell her, I said, look, I, I got a question. She goes, what's that? I said, okay, well, I'm staying here looking around. I told her I went around the property, look around and stuff. And I look up in this window. I told her I looked up in this window and it looked like there was somebody looking at me, was staring at me. So I asked her, has anybody else been on this property? Has been on this property uh, or anything like that? She goes, no, it's been, it's been vacant for six months. And uh, it's been locked up. The bank owns it. It's been locked up. You know, there was a mortgage on it uh, and all that. And I said, okay. She goes, the bank can give you a real good deal on this house. I said, okay. And so she goes, well, there is one thing I have to discuss, discuss with you about state law. And I said, what's that? And she said, well, there was a family that was murdered in this house. I go, okay. She said, yeah, there was a family of six and they were all murdered in this house. They were shot to death in this house. And I, I kind of paused for a minute thinking, okay, do I really want this house or do I really want to look at this house? Knowing that it was, uh, you know, it was a murder case six months ago. And she told me, I tell you what, go ahead and go inside of it. Let me know what you think. And I asked her, I said, okay, you're not coming in with me? She goes, no, I'm going to stay down here. But if you have any questions, don't hesitate to come down here and uh, I'll try to answer the best I can the questions that you do have. I go, I go, okay. 
So I go in the house and I'm start look, you know, I'm on the bottom floor and I'm looking around, you know, and I go to the kitchen area and I go, you know, I go to the bathroom area, check out the bathroom, how nice it is. A lot of stuff in this house has been updated. It's an old house, but a lot of things have been updated inside this house. So I'm walking around and I'm looking at everything. And uh, I guess the, all the bedrooms were upstairs and the living room, kitchen, dining room, and all that was downstairs. And I believe she told me this house had 3,500 or 4,000, I believe it was 4,000 square feet, she told me. Uh, I think that's what the ad said too. So anyways, I'm looking around this house and um, I go in the kitchen area and I'm looking at it and it looks really nice, you know, it's been all updated and everything. And then, so I come out of the kitchen area and I'm starting to go back towards the bathroom area. And uh, the bathroom and stuff it was really nice. Everything had been updated. It had like one of those claw tubs in it. One of the old, old, uh, like Victorian type, old, old, uh, you know, the uh, tubs with the claws in it. I guess claw tub, what they call it. So I said, well, that's really nice, you know. So I come out and I start going to the living room area. And I look at the living room, nice big size, figuring out where I can put like my sofa and a chair and a TV and all that good stuff, you know, that I have. And I was going to put everything in place at certain areas. So I go to, I left out of there. I stood there for a minute thinking, uh, I go to the den area. There's also a den was in this house. So I go to the den area. The den was a nice size den. Uh, and everything. Now there's only one steps that leads to the upstairs. You go in the same way and you come, you know, you go out the same way, you go up the same way, or you go down the same way, you go up the same way. So I could leave out of the den. The den's a nice area. I can make it to an office and, you know, all that stuff. And there was a bathroom off that was off the den area. There's two bathrooms that was downstairs. And so anyways, I come out of the den area and I start hearing these weird noises, like it was a moaning noise, like somebody was moaning. It's the weirdest thing. It was like a, a moan noise, but it was, a, it was uh, like you could hear it, but you couldn't hear it, that kind of thing, like it was clear in the distance. So I stopped for a minute and I'm hearing this and it's just moaning and just moaning like somebody was agony and pain. So I didn't really think anything. I was saying, eh, my mind's probably just playing tricks with me because the people that passed or that died in this house of the gunshot wounds that died that was murdered in here. I figured maybe that was just getting in my head. So anyways, I come back around, I go through the kitchen area or I go through the living room area. Then I go back through the kitchen area. Then I go back to where the main door is, that foyer there. And that's where the steps is to take it upstairs. Now the upstairs was a nice big upstairs what I could see from downstairs. It was a nice big open area. And that's where the four bedrooms were. Plus the den was downstairs. I guess you could make the den to a, a fifth bedroom or whatnot, whatever you want to do. So I stopped there at that foil area. All of a sudden I look up and I see something coming out of this room. It was a it was a uh, small red ball just rolled out of the room and started coming down the stairs. And it was going, just taking its little time, each step, it was a little red round ball, was coming down like one of them rubber type balls, and it was coming down the stairs. 
And then all of a sudden, at that point, I started hearing laughter of children. Like children were laughing and playing. Now at this point, I'm kind of thinking, okay, well, there's <laughs> this is really playing with my mind. When I saw that ball come down them steps, I said, this place is definitely got to be haunted. But I figured maybe somebody was playing a joke with me or something like that. So I go up the stairs. That little red ball passed. I went up the stairs, took my time, went up the stairs real slowly. I went to the first bedroom, didn't see anybody in there. I went to the second bedroom that was right beside the first bedroom there that was far to the uh, left side or the right side. I went to the next bedroom that was more in the center, right beside the, uh, I guess the, uh, the, um, the main bedroom was off the right-hand side, which was the, the master bedroom was off the right-hand side, which would have been above the kitchen area. And so I go into that kitchen, I go into that master bedroom, which it had a bathroom off of the, off the uh, master bed, there was a master bedroom, master bathroom. So I go in there and I look and everything looked really good. Nice size bedroom, you know, nice size bathroom. So I come out of that and I start, and I go to the second bedroom. I go in there and I look, walk in there, it was a small, it was a lot smaller room. I think it was probably a kid's room or maybe one of the kids' rooms. So I go and I open up the closet door and I look in there, oh, that's real nice. You know, nice big area, just a big closet, like a walk-in type closet. So I go to the third bedroom and pretty much the second and third bedroom were pretty much the same. They all had, every bedroom had windows in it. So I go to the last bedroom that was the one that was on the left. So I walk in there and I'm standing there looking around and you know, looking at the closet space, how nice it is, how big it is. All of a sudden, I hear the window go up because I, I felt a breeze and it looked and that window came crashing down. It actually, actually somebody lifted that window and they slammed it down real hard. Now there was nobody in this house when I was in there, nobody. The realtor was downstairs, she was outside. She refused to go in that house. And as soon as I saw that window come crashing down, I was out of there. I got out of there real quick. <laughs> so I come outside. The realtor's trying to tell me, well, I, you know, there's a big barn over there. We can go inside the barn. You can look at the barn and stuff. And I didn't really tell her at the exact time, you know, when all that happened. So I said, okay, well, I'll go look at the barn and everything. I just kind of, you know, blew it off in a way. I figured maybe this house would be something to have. You know, I can, I can bring a, a priest in there. Maybe they can bless the house and get rid of that entity that's in there. So I go to the barn. I'm looking around the barn. Now, the people that live there, they still had stuff that was still in that barn. There was still stuff that was left in that barn. I guess the bank never get, really got rid of it yet, but there was still stuff or there was going to have family members uh, come and, and retrieve it before the house was sold. So I go in the barn, I'm looking around, and there's a bunch of old, old stuff. I, I'd say from the 1920s was in there. Uh, found a bunch of old coffee cans was in there. I found a, a real old car. You know, it had to be worth some bucks, that car did. Um, but anyways, there was a bunch of old stuff in that, in that barn. I said, well, maybe I can do something with this barn. And then, uh, so I come back out after looking in the barn. 
she told me she'd wait with, you know, she'd wait at the front while I go look at the barn. Before I left the barn, all of a sudden I saw something move on the ground and it slid. It slid, a glass piece slid from one side to the other side. There was nobody in that barn. I was the only one in that barn. And there was a glass slid from one side to the next side. I said, that's it, I'm out of here. This house I do not want. <laughs> so I go and I tell this realtor lady that uh, I do not want this house. This house is not for me. I told her what stuff I just experienced in this house and she, she told me something else. There was other people that looked at this house before I did and they experienced the same exact thing that I experienced. I said, never ever do I want this house. They say, yeah, the house looked nice, but I'm sorry, I do not want to live where paranormal activity is going on. <laughs> well, that's one story uh, that I went to look at this house. This happened uh, a couple years ago, a couple years ago here in Florida, and uh, I haven't been back since. <laughs> okay, second story I got, uh, St. Augustine, Florida. Now I go to St. Augustine, Florida. I went to this last, this has been several years ago. I went with a friend of mine and uh, we're, uh, she didn't really want to walk up the stairs all the way at the top where you could see the whole city and all that stuff. So I went ahead, I went ahead and walked all the way up to the stairs. Now upstairs, there, there's a lot of stairs to climb. So I go all the way up the stairs. Oh my God, I missed, it took me uh, at least 30 minutes to get all the way up there. And they have little little areas that you could set. At least at the time then, they had areas where you could set for each little area, for each little uh, thing you go up, you can actually set and wait, you know, catch your breath and all that stuff. Now this is the same place that the Ghost Hunters uh, went to, that was on Sci-Fi Channel. This is the same place that the Ghost Hunters, where they had caught a paranormal, uh, they had caught some paranormal, paranormal activity inside that lighthouse. They were in there by themselves at the very top and they heard, they sound like, they, they said they sound like they heard a woman yelling at the very bottom, at the down at the bottom. They looked, there was nobody there. They found several things, paranormal activity at the lighthouse. So I figured I'd go ahead and, you know, go up and see what it, maybe I could find. So, I'm up there walking and I'm going up to all them steps all the way around, all the way around. Now at that time when I was in there, there was maybe one person, another man that was in there because I went early in the morning when there was hardly anybody there and kids were in school. So I went early in the morning, which be less crowds. So I go all the way at the very top and I'm looking out, looking out and I'm seeing, you know, I'm watching what's going on in the city and stuff. All of a sudden I look and there's some man standing beside me. Now this man, I thought he was a tour guide or something because he was wearing a uniform. And I was talking to him about, uh, I was talking to him about the lighthouse. He was explaining to me everything with the lighthouse and all that stuff. He didn't say who he was. He did not say who he was. So I'm talking to him and he's explaining to me and I thought he's just a worker that worked there. So. After I get done talking with him, I start proceeding to go down the stairs again. So it took me about another 30 minutes to get from up the top down to the bottom. Now this one man, I thought he was the only one there because I thought he was the worker. I didn't see anybody else. So I come back down, 
asked my friend at the time, I said, hey, do you want to do you want to go look around some more? And I explained to her what I saw at the top up there. So we go down into the museum part. Now they have like this basement type thing that you can walk down and you can look around. They have artifacts there from, you know, since the lighthouse was built. Like there's a doll, there's old dolls. There's all kinds of kids toys. I guess that the people that the lighthouse, it was a lighthouse keepers residence who had children. So they had all this stuff encased in glass. All this stuff was encased in glass. And we're walking around, we're looking and stuff. I said, I said, hey, look, there's that man I was talking to at the top of the lighthouse. And he was just walking around. And so a friend started talking to him. He was, he was telling her the same thing he was telling me. So he's talking to her and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, we we're looking around and he says, well, I got to go now. So he starts, I don't know where he went. He's just said he had to go now. I don't know if we were the only people that could see him or anything like that, but he was talking to us. There was no, there was no, really nobody else in there except for another worker. Or no, there was another worker in there. She didn't come in until afterwards. So we figured this guy worked there and he was, you know, telling us everything. All of a sudden he says, I got to go. So he leaves out the door and we're standing there looking around. And all of a sudden I said, hey, look at this doll. This doll looks really, really, really strange. Really, you know, really, really strange. So we're looking at this doll. All of a sudden this doll says, mama, mama. Now, nobody touched this doll. Nobody picked it up or anything. It just said mama. It said mama like twice. Well, it was twice, two or three. No, it was three times. It said mama three times. So this time, man, I said, what the heck is going on? Why would, why would this doll say mama? And there's nobody, nobody picked up this doll. So it's just saying mama, it said mama three times. At this point, we're starting to freak out here. Something's going on. So I turn around and I say, okay, let's get out of here. This is just too much weird stuff going on. So we pursue, we, we're getting ready to go. Going to go out the exit door out there. All of a sudden, we look up on the wall, and there's a picture of that same man we talked to that was talking to us just right in front of us. The same man was had a picture of him up on the wall, and he was one of the uh, caretakers of that lighthouse. He watched the lighthouse from the 18. It was believe it was. I'm trying to think what year is it? It was sometime in the 1800s when he watched that lighthouse for like 10 years. He watched last for like 10 years. He was main, one of the main caretakers of that of that uh, lighthouse. And I said, this place is haunted. This place is definitely, definitely haunted. <laughs> so that story just, you know, it, folks, I look at this way. It's paranormal activity is around everywhere. I guess you just got to open your eyes and your mind to be able to see it and be able to hear it. But it is there. Does afterlife actually exist? I don't know if afterlife actually exists or not. But I do know all the stuff that we experienced that day and that house I experienced was real. That stuff was totally real. Uh, another story I'll tell you real quick. Um, I was in uh, Key West, Florida. We go down to Key West, Florida, 
and I'm walking through one of the museums, and I can't remember what the museum was called, but it's supposed to have Robert the Doll. Robert the Doll was encased in glass at this museum. Now, the story about Robert the Doll was that basically what happened was there was a, a man, a man, a man or woman and a child. They had a, uh, I guess this maid, she was in all this voodoo ritual stuff. Uh, I guess she was getting ready to get fired. I believe she was getting ready to get fired. And she made this doll for Robert before she got fired. I guess she made this doll for Robert, gave, gave this doll to Robert. Well, after Robert had that doll, he fell in love with this doll. He loved, he took this doll everywhere. And it's almost like the Annabelle doll story, kind of in a way. Well, this doll would do, I guess, would do certain things, like would have a butcher knife standing at the end of your bed. And Robert would, or the uh, child, I uh, can't remember what the kid's name was, but he would always say, Robert did it. Robert did it. Uh, the young child grew up, got married. But somehow he couldn't escape that doll. That doll was always clinging to him. He always wanted to be close to that doll. So his wife shoved the doll in the closet upstairs, in the attic upstairs. She woke up one day, she saw footprints, little small doll footprints around her house. She also saw it one night, woke up one night, had a butcher knife stand at the end of their bed. At this point, I'm trying to remember, I can't really remember what the rest of the story goes, but the, the main thing of this story is that doll was put into that museum in Key West, Florida, encased in glass. Now, if you want to talk to Robert, you have to go and ask him if you could take his picture. If you don't ask him if you could take his picture, you'll get bad luck. Something bad will happen to you. That and the pictures will be blurry. So I go there and, and I'm looking at this Robert the doll and it's just looking really, really weird. Uh, I had a bad sense about this doll. I had to stay away from this doll like it was trying to pull me in. And now this was this doll was encased in glass. And it was I was staring at this doll and it looked like the doll was trying to pull me in. Uh, I knew I had to get out of there real quick. <laughs> I don't know, maybe the, they say that the soul that was put in that doll is dying and it's trying to find itself a new host to get out of the, out of the uh, doll, Robert the doll that it's in. So it's trying to find a new host to cling on to. So that's what I'm thinking this doll is trying to do is maybe trying to cling on to me to get out of there. I got away from that doll as far as I possibly could. I haven't been back since. I looked at one time, I took a picture of him, asked if I could take a picture. A uh, picture came out clear and everything else. Uh, they say the people that work there say that they've seen, uh, well, they haven't seen it, but they come up the next day after closing shop, they come up the next day to reopen and they've seen that Robert the doll was off. He's got a little uh, little footstool in there, a little, little chair. And he, they say that uh, when they opened the door to go check on him, he was off, the, he was off that chair. Nobody else can pick up that glass. It's locked and sealed up and everything. Now my thing is, how in the world is he getting off of that chair? If there's not something paranormal activity has to do with, with this, 
How's he getting off of that chair? And why are so many people attracted to that doll? It's got to be paranormal activity. Something is in that doll that's attracting people. Something that is powerful. They said they saw little footprints inside that little glass box. There's footprints there. Now, how the footprints there? Nobody's not going to pick up the doll and start doing it, especially when it's locked up in a, in a glass case. My thing is, it's paranormal activity. It has to be paranormal activity. So, if you're interested in any of these stories, especially one of the St. Augustine Lighthouse or Robert the Doll, uh, you can read a lot of this online. E even better than that, check out YouTube. YouTube has a lot of this stuff. Uh, a lot of this stuff was based on Robert the Doll and the St. Augustine Lighthouse uh, is on YouTube. You can learn a lot just by watching that. Uh, anyways, I want to say thank you everyone for stopping into the coffee break tonight and everybody have a wonderful evening. Good night.